Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That is the difference, isn't it, though, Key? Like, as we're watching on ESPN News, the the highlights from Game 3 as the Bucks get a 20-point win to get back into this series, two games to one. Giannis goes for 40 once again, but... As we talk about Giannis and, you know, what people feel about him and maybe the lack of enthusiasm behind everything he's doing, like that one play gets by Jay Crowder and it just that soft yeah. little dunk. No, no, no. Rip that rim No, I want him to rip the rim yeah. I want to see the screws pop out from the backboard. Yeah, yeah, that's what Perk said. Right, exactly. Yeah, I need you to, I need you to pull down mm. – and pull down on the rim and use all your weight and just snatch it down. Yeah, and it just it, it again has me just wondering where is that you know again the the respect is there, but is it just that the awe in Giannis and somebody that certainly knows him well, Steve Novak, Mister Discount Double Check, was a three point shooting champion, and uh, of course uh, right now is a Bucks analyst at Fox Sports Wisconsin. Joining us right now on the Goodyear Hotline, Steve. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. When we see Giannis go for back-to-back 40s, and I just feel like, is it is he not getting enough respect? Like, is the still is the story still more about Chris Paul, about Devin Booker, and less about him? Or is I mean, I know he's loved in Milwaukee, but do you guys feel that there? That why isn't it as universal as it is for other stars? First of all, good morning. Awesome to be with you, Alan. Love you, brother. Keyshawn, hey. uh, great to be with you guys. Um, but a hundred percent and Giannis loves it. I mean, if you've followed Giannis and kind of watched how he's kind of gone about his journey, it's, it's always been about being the underdog, being the guy who wasn't as respected, who wasn't going to be able to do it. And so, you know, when LeBron invited him to work out in the summers and he said, nah, you know what? I'm good. I'm actually trying to be your greatest competition. I'd rather not. He got invited to be in space jam. He said, nah, I'm good. You know, he didn't want to create a super team. It's just, I think he's gone about it this way. He signed a five-year extension to stay in Milwaukee, which, I mean, if you think about it, that's kind of, it's mind-blowing to to not only sign a five-year deal when everybody else like him with his, I guess, leverage ability is saying, I'm going to do a one-year plus one and always be in charge. You know, he said, I'm going to be in Milwaukee. I I understand that it's not LA, Miami, the, the New Yorks of the world, but it's where he wants to be. It was a franchise that drafted him and, I think he understood that that's what he was doing. He was committing to a small market and wanted to be special in a different way. And so I do think that's part of it. Some of it's his style of game that he plays with that makes the, his sex appeal not quite that, you know, LeBron, D-Wade type star level uh, appeal. But he just he loves who he is. He wants to work his butt off and be better than everybody else. And, hey, look, he's at the point right now where it's working. Steve, when you look at game four coming up, Tomorrow night for the Milwaukee Bucks. How important will home cooking and the fans be again, much like game three? Oh, it's going to be important. <laughs> we saw what happened in game one and two in Phoenix. And that was some real home cooking. And, you know, Devin Booker and CP were, it seemed like they weren't going to miss a shot. And you just prayed that when the series shifted in game three and four to Pfizer form in Milwaukee, and there's 25,000 people outside at in the deer district and there's 18,000 people inside that, you know, that the bucks were going to find a way to, to feed off that. And, you know, there's, there's no more real, real home court than in basketball. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. The, the positive reinforcement that 18,000 people scream and saying, you're doing the right thing mm-hmm. does versus, you know, 18,000 people counting every, every second of every free throw that you shoot if you're Giannis. So it's a, uh, 
<laughs> it's a big difference. And, you know, for the Bucks too, it's been guys like Bobby Portis that have played great at home and on the road. He's been okay, sometimes not great, but it's amazing what home court can do. You get a guy like Bobby Portis putting up pretty much double-doubles and getting the crowd into it and dunking on guys when it's at home. So it's important, and you know how it is. If it's 2-2 versus 3-1 going back to Phoenix, it's a whole different series. Steve, do they they keep the same game plan both offensively and defensively for game four like they had in game three, or do they somehow, I don't know, screw it up by trying to tweak something? (laughs) <laughs> the adjustment conversation for sure. It's, yeah, I, I use tweak instead. You can hear you can hear yeah. Keith talking about his disdain for coaches that try to do too much. Yeah, no, and I think that that to me, I agree with that. I think a lot of times the the adjustment conversation it's real. It's what you know coaches are. It's what sets them apart. But at the same time, you have to recognize if you are a team that has one of the most dominant defenses and has a team that if you start going away from what has made you successful all year, really for the Bucks the last three years, what's made them successful, then, you know, should you be the team that's changing to beat Phoenix or should Phoenix be the team that's changing to beat you? And in those first two games, you did start to worry, like, are, is the Bucks defense as good as it has been the last few years? Is Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, Giannis Tentacumpo, all these guys that are elite first-team all-defense players, you know, do they need to do something different? I don't think they're going to change much. They really don't, and I think that they should unapologetically not just because when you're that dominant for for so long for the last three years and doing things right, you are going to lose games. This is the NBA Finals. They're good players, and guys like CP and Devin Booker, I mean, you're just not going to stop them all the time. But I do think that, look, the Bucks won a game seven in Brooklyn against KD doing what they did. They won a game six, a closeout game in Atlanta, and so they've proven they can, you know, they can make the, the small adjustments, but be, more than anything, I think, be who they are and be successful in game six and game seven closeouts on the road. So I think they stay the course. Steve Novak, who's a Bucks analyst right now, but has spent 11 years in the NBA, one of the great sharpshooters of his era, joins right now on the Goodyear Hotline, knows the Bucks very well. So, therefore, when we talk about adjustments, one adjustment they did make, obviously, was on Devin Booker in game three. They were able to get him off his game. And you as a shooter know, like, you've got to figure out something. Whatever they're taking away, find a way to be able to get your shot off. Was it something with that the Bucks did, or was it just an off-shooting performance for Devin Booker? And, and is, it, is it something that he can fix, or did the Bucks find something in shutting him down? You know, I do think it's both. I think, look, the way Devin Booker and Chris Paul shot the ball in games one and two, you're going, my God, if they shoot like this in the series, like I don't know if the Bucks can win a game. They're going to sweep. But we all know that's just not how it works. The, the series shifts, and all of a sudden, yes, like well, CP, I guess he actually hasn't missed yet, but, but Devin Booker only made three field goals, and he doesn't go to the free throw line as much. And so that's part of it. The, the, the human nature of a guy, I think, maybe lets its guard down a little bit. The home court takes over. But you just have to give credit to a guy like P.J. Tucker and Drew Holiday. I mean, they're out there on the perimeter, two of the absolute best defenders, especially on the perimeter in the league. And, I mean, I think the Brooklyn series for Milwaukee, when they won it in seven in Brooklyn, really was, you know, the perfect example of KD didn't seem like he really – you couldn't stop him. I mean, no one really can. But it wasn't until, like, the last shot of the series where KD shot a three and airballed it and the series was over 
that it felt like you actually saw the impact of Drew Holiday and P.J. Tucker out there just constantly pressing and picking up and being physical and taking away that airspace. And so um, maybe you're seeing it in game three against Devin Booker instead of it the way you saw it in, finally in game seven against KD. But I do think those guys do a great job of just wearing you out. And those guys playing big minutes, Devin Booker over 40 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's the playoffs. So those guys are doing a good job of just trying to wear him down. It's going to be that kind of series you could feel it, and especially obviously, you know, getting that game four huge, like you said, a big difference between going back to Phoenix if it's tied or down three games to one. All right, I, I got to ask you because I know you're a Milwaukee guy. You're you're a huge Packers fan. You and Aaron Rodgers had a connection when you were doing the discount and double check celebration when you were knocking down threes playing for the Knicks back in the day. So how how do you feel about all this mystery, the beautiful mystery surrounding Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? You think he's going to come back and play or not? Well, first of all, in Milwaukee and in Packerland, we don't call it the beautiful mystery, okay? This is really stressful because <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back to the Packers, we're all going to lose our minds. But I believe that Aaron Rodgers has two more years on his contract. The Packers are in a great place. He said oh, he's going to take gosh. these next couple weeks, and he's going to just think about things, and he's going to make a decision. And, look, I saw David Bakhtiari chugging two beers at game three at the last Bucks game. Mm-hmm. And last time he did that, Aaron Rodgers was there chugging beers with him. And so, look, we're missing Rodgers, but we got to have him back. And I just think he's seeing that. He's known he's missing out on chugging beers on the court side in the playoff game. <laughs> and he, he's look, he's coming back, baby. He's not going anywhere. I don't care what you New York guys think. He's coming back to the Packers, baby. Trade him to the Giants. Let's do it. <laughs> no, please no. <laughs> Steve, I know you got to run. You got your basketball camp this morning. So thanks so much for carving out a few minutes for us. It was great to have you on. All the best. Awesome being with you guys. Talk to you soon. All right, Steve Novak. See, they don't want to let it go. They're not letting it go in Green Bay. They're not letting it happen. He's staying. We shall see. He would be at the championship right now in the finals if he was going Yeah, you'd think he would be courtside, right? But he knows he can't be present. But he goes to a lot of games. I I live in Milwaukee. Um, Well, he doesn't right now. He could just just say, I got a house here. I was coming back to visit my house. I decided to go to the game. Hmm. Game six, title on the line. Does he show up in Milwaukee? No. Still no. Heartbreaking. Keyshawn J. Will's surprised Zimmer's he wasn't at the home run derby. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests of the show, join us on the Goodyear Hotline. So, off of the Aaron Rodgers conversation, let's play a little road to training camp. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Let's let Pat Costello step in here. Instead of singing, he can lead us through some believe it or nots. You don't want me to sing? That's fine. I was going to sing them all, but that's fine. Uh, (laughs) Believe it or not, Aaron Rodgers will be with the Packers when he starts training camp, or when training camp starts, rather. Not. Not a chance. I believe it. Nah, it's over. Yeah, I know. You, You are firm on this. I'm sure you know way more than I do. I'm just going on gut feeling. And uh, I, I just I believe it's hard, it's gonna be hard for him to sit out a whole season. Uh, it's not after gonna be hard for him. But when your year. mind is made up, that's one thing I can tell you about professional athletes. When their minds are made up and they're disgusted with something, it's it's hard to get them back, man. I've never I've I've never seen a guy come back in the building when he says basically, I don't want to be in the building. I've 
Right. What you brought up is the part of I've got to see this guy's face every day, and I don't want to see his face every day. Yeah. Yeah, that can get uncomfortable. But I don't know. I just have a hard – it's hard for me to imagine a guy that played at the level that he's playing at right now with – just, just, oh, I'm just going to play it all. Just sit it out. Hard for me to believe that. But, anyways. Believe it or not. Yes. Justin Fields will win Rookie of the Year. Hmm. Offensive Rookie of the Year for Justin Offensive Fields. Rookie of the Year. Now, I got to – man, you done took me to the draft. I believe. You believe it? Yeah. Because he'll be the only rookie quarterback that actually play. Yeah, it's a good – well, Zach Wilson will play, but I don't think he'll be offensive rookie Yeah, he'll rookie play. And, and Trevor Lawrence Trevor will Lawrence, play. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think about them because both their teams are bad. I mean, like – Teams yeah. that are good is what I'm thinking about. Yeah, I'm also I'm also just thinking about the two running backs that were taken in the first round, right? There were two. I'm Najee Harris was yeah. one. Wasn't that two? Uh, uh, what's his uh, uh, Etienne, right? And Travis Etienne yeah. in Jacksonville. So that's all I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think I think it's Justin Fields because what Justin Fields is going to do with that defense mm. is probably get the without Aaron Rodgers in the division, get the Bears in. Playoff contention and winning Devontae division Smith? with Minnesota. Devontae Smith? Nah, Devontae no. Smith, no. Waddle? No. No? Okay. Well, how about this guy? Uh, Cam Newton will get benched for Mac Jones, believe it or not. Not. I believe it. When? Benched in the preseason? <laughs> After he take a couple snaps? I kind of believe it. I don't know why. I just believe it. I don't want it to happen. I, I hate the team to be redundant in this. Mac I know, Jones will I not. Know. Mac Jones will not see the damn field, man. Y'all, I know. Y'all crazy. Y'all yes. lost y'all damn mind. Yes. Unless there's an injury, he won't see the field. Okay. I know y'all want it to happen bad. I don't want it y'all to happen. It, y'all want it to happen okay. bad. Y'all thing, by the way. I know you what part you're of them. In. I no. Don't get y'all at want them. It, to, it don't look the don't same. Y'all want it me. to happen bad. No. I know what it is. <laughs> is so Ain't wrong. gonna happen though. Speaking of things that Alan Hahn really wants to happen, <laughs> Zach it. Wilson will be better than Daniel Jones, believe Ooh. it or not. Not. I, I, not. Not. <laughs> Sorry. There's too I, much to work with yeah. in New York on the Giants' side. They, yeah. They've done a tremendous job in terms of assembling some pieces to put around this quarterback, and they're getting Saquon Barkley back. Yep. This is a team that, whatever, for whatever it was worth, could have backdoored into the playoffs if it wasn't for the Philadelphia Eagles. The Jets are a long ways away. It doesn't mean that Zach Wilson won't have a, a, a great career in New York, um, you know, but as of right now, no. Daniel Jones is a better quarterback. Believe right it or now. not, Zach Wilson's mom will generate oh, more headlines than Zach Wilson will. Stop, man. I ain't going there. I believe it. Keeping her out of my mouth on social media. I don't know. I don't follow social media. I believe <laughs> it. Anyway, uh, Taki's favorite quarterback. <laughs> this is uh, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury's last Ooh. year with the Cardinals. I'm gonna say not. Can't be that last. I'm gonna say season. not, but I'm gonna could, say not. It could be leading to it, though. It could be leading to it. I'm gonna say not. I think they win enough games to convince the ownership group. Hey, give us one more shot, <laughs> one more year. We're gonna do better. I promise you. What will it take? Nine and well, I, like, I love this narrative that I'm against Kyler Murray, though. I love it. They 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 paint this picture like I'm against Kyler. You're a sizest. No, I'm You're not. You're sizest. I'm not you don't like small him. anything. I don't. I'm not against him. I hate the offense. I literally hate it. Gimmicky. It's the worst thing that ever was invented, unless you wanted statistics. It's a, it's a statistical thing. Think about it. What happened? And, and you don't like a, the air raid at all? No. The air raid. What be, has the air raid fun? ever done? It's it's 
turned out some quarterbacks and some wide receivers that are getting what paid. What quarterbacks? Out of college, I mean. Just What quarterbacks that has turned out? Didn't Jalen Hurts play in it? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. They're trying to figure out what he is at yeah. quarterback. Yeah. Don't give me this Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. That's right. Mahomes was another guy. In- if you don't stop. Patrick Mahomes plays for Andy damn Reed <laughs> and Eric Bieniemy. Man, y'all need to stop. Stop. Don't do not do not do that. It just sounds like a fun Kevin offense. Kevin Stefanski don't run no damn in Cleveland, run no damn air raid. right. Baker Mayfield aired it out, too. That doesn't stop, man. No. You no. Mentioned, uh, you mentioned Jalen Hurts, so let's talk about something that okay. might hurt my feelings. Jalen Hurts won't be the Eagles starter by the end of the season, believe it or not. Wow. Please be nice to me. Not. Joe Flacco? No. They, they, Jalen Hurts will be fine. They'll, they'll win enough games. He'll do enough to show you progress. Win enough games? Yeah, they'll win enough games. What are they going to be? They'll Four win six, six games, but he'll play well and show you that he's growing at the position. He's a hell of a quarterback, man. Is he? Yes, he is. A hell of a quarterback. I mean, you, uh, again, stop buying the hype. There's no hype. Stop buying There is it. no hype. What's the difference between him and Tua? They drafted Tua at the top five pick. Yeah. What's the, the difference? Arm. Oh, stop, man. Tua won a national championship, and they put a lot of yeast on it. Jalen Hurts did just as well. Just as well. Did the same sort of thing. Struggled before the half in the national championship game. Tua came in. Tua came in, played well for that half, Mm -hmm. threw a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Then when Jalen Hurts needed to answer the call, he came back in. Later on the next year, answered the call to get them back into the national High title. character player. Oh, There's no stop. doubt about it. I just, Man, I just don't know. I don't know. Man, he went to Oklahoma and lit yep. it up. Lit it up. Lit it up. Mm-hmm. Lit it up. But, again, when you set a narrative, people follow it, and that's what they start to believe. They start to believe that this dude is way above him. And what? Okay. Stop. We shall see. Y'all need to stop that. See, Pat, he's defending your quarterback. Thank you. You for that, and Media I really don't want to uh, have to are. ask this, but I'm I'm being forced to by management. So uh-huh. uh, the Cowboys will win the NFC East, believe it or not. Let's make this one quick. Believe you believe it? Yes. Okay, let's uh, keep moving. I uh, believe that they Lewis are going Riddick to win. Did not believe it. Though. I believe they're going to win running away. Running away. That's what I believe. They're going to dominate the division. I gave them thirteen wins. So yesterday. we had we asked Lewis Riddick on earlier in I the gave show. Him thirteen wins yesterday. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. Lewis Riddick earlier in the show said he thinks it's all hype and that Washington is the team to beat. I mean, Lewis is a defensive player, and he likes Ron Revere and Jack Del Rio. He likes defense. And he likes defense. And Cowboys, their defense, not really. Not good. What wasn't good? Young. Wasn't good, young. But they, I mean, I think they're going to be all right, man. I really do. But you whether that's all right, and they're going to run away with the division, two different things. Meaning all right, like they're going to be fine. Like there's nothing – there won't be any complaints at the end of the year. That's just what I believe. Those thir- I could be wrong. Right. But as of right now, as we stand on this day, I think, the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys squeak out like 13 wins and shock people. Okay. This is a terrible question. Um, <laughs> the Eagles fan hates it. Let's do uh, one more here, They guys. boo Santa Claus in Philly. All right. All right. Relax. Matt Stafford <laughs> hey, will, hey, t- hey, will hey. take the Rams to the NFC Championship game, believe it or not. Not. You don't believe it? I don't believe it. I just don't. You're so. You said the Rams are the third best team in their own division. What's wrong with that? It doesn't it, mean that they're gonna have a bad record. Just mean that they're not gonna be one or two. Okay, and they're not gonna get to the NFC Championship game. I don't think so. So who? I think I an NFC Championship game. I don't know. Mm. I gotta see the rest of it. I just don't think that the Rams are gonna get to the NFC Championship game. The Rams had a whole lot of problems, more so than just uh, Jared Goff. Well, you, they they want you. You want to talk about narratives. 
the one thing that Sean McVay did is he created the narrative that it was Jared Goff. That Jared Goff is the reason why we weren't able to get to the mountaintop again, Look, man, and we need something better. And we got something to, better. When you're trying to replace a defensive coordinator, a very important part of your defensive staff in Joe Barry, you're trying to replace that. Mm-hmm. Your defensive coordinator goes to be a head coach of the L.A. Chargers. A couple pieces on your defensive staff leaves. A couple players leave that was important to your defensive scheme. You telling me that guys like David Long is all of a sudden getting ready to step up to the plate and replace Troy Hill and all these other pieces that were missing because they got time. This is a new defense. When you losing players and you inserting new players, just because those new players got a few minutes and plays doesn't mean that they're full-time starters. They got to gel together as well. Aaron Donald's going to be Aaron Donald, and Jalen Ramsey's going to be Jalen Ramsey. But outside of that, you got nine other guys that you got to account for. I mean, yes, Sebastian uh, Day is still there. Okay. He's still there. He's still good. Leonard Floyd's still there. Leonard, Leonard Floyd's still there. But then count around. There's other pieces on that defense that have to now come together that didn't play 16 games in however many quarters last year for them. And you got a new defensive coordinator in Raheem Morris who has to install his defense, get them to understand how he thinks from a defensive side. And it's not like Raheem, who's a good coach, it's not like Raheem is the second coming of of, of, uh, uh, Rex Ryan in his defenses or Monty Kiffin in his defenses. So I just want to slow people breaks down. Stop acting like all of a sudden – the Rams is get because they acquire Matthew Stafford that they just get ready to run away. In the, the feeling NFC. Is, is that this is like that final piece kind of thing again. Like you, you drop in Stafford on a team like this with the weapons they have offensively, with their potential, they should be a contender. They still don't have. They just drafted a, a, a small receiver to lift the coverage. Who's their big receiver outside? They don't even have a big X. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup are their main receivers. Right. Not good enough? No, they're good. They're I mean, good. Plenty good. They're enough. good. They're plenty good. They got a nice running back in Cam Look, Akers. The way There's I, no question about it. The way it was told to me. Offensive line needs Jared to Goff stay healthy. The problem. Offensive line needs to stay healthy. A little aging up front. It's yeah, important that Andre Whitworth, is, the big yes. left tackle, continues to be study. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Let's keep it 100 if we're going to keep it 100. All right. I tend to want to believe in the Rams. We shall certainly see. Back to baseball we go because the question is, will Shohei Otani be able to follow up what was an impressive home run derby performance last night? And it was. Even though he didn't get out of the first round, it was pretty special to watch. Can he follow that up with the All-Star Game start on the mound? That's right, from home runs to strikeouts. We'll talk about that after we talk about Granger. For all the ones who get it done, Granger's always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call 1-800-GRANGER, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Here's Otani blasting one to dead center field. That one's got to be in the 450 range or so. I wish sports fans understood the ridiculousness of what Otani's doing right now. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, my goodness. Where is that going to go left center? Look at this one. Is he going to hit the scoreboard? He's one away from time. Did he just win it? He just won it. Pete Alonso, home run derby champ again. Pete Alonso repeats as a home run derby champion. As you heard John Shambi call it on ESPN Radio, he defeats Trey Mancini of the Orioles in the finals. Alonzo of the Mets becomes the third hitter to win back-to-back home run derbies. He joins Ken Griffey Jr. and Ioannis Cespedes. Shohei Otani was knocked out after going to a, a first-round swing-off in the second tiebreaker for a dramatic finish against Juan Soto of the Nationals. Final tally between Soto and Otani was 31 home runs to 28. Otani now takes the mound for the All-Star game tonight. Meanwhile, as the Team USA, as the U.S. men's basketball team gets ready for the Olympics, they lose again. They are now 0-2 in Olympic exhibitions after a loss yesterday to Australia. Remember, they lost to Nigeria on Saturday. Before this weekend, Team USA was 54-2, all-time in exhibitions since 1992. That's when pros started playing for the team. The U.S. plays Argentina today. The Stanley Cup has been damaged, dented, as the Tampa Bay Lightning have had their second boat parade to celebrate their championship in the last 10 months. Hockey Hall of Fame's Keepers of the Cup could be seen carrying the damaged cup with a blanket covering the bowl and then loading into the back of a car. Source tells ESPN's Greg Wyshynski that the cup will be shipped back to Canada for repairs. No word on how it was damaged. Lightning are the first team to repeat a Stanley Cup champ since the Penguins did it in 2016 and 2017. Sports Center. Brought to you by Mako. There are scratches, there are dents, and unexpected natural events. If light throws you out, just say better get Mako. Head to Mako.com to get an online estimate today. Welcome to the 2021 Home Run Derby. This year, my mentality, I am the bar. I am the standard. Soto just went three for three. Being in this atmosphere is incredible, considering where I was a year ago. Alonso defends his title. I feel like I'm the best power hit in the game, and it was on display tonight. 
What a show last night for Major League Baseball, the home run derby. We said it earlier in the show. It, it, to me, it's eclipsed by far the NBA slam dunk contest as far as must-watch events at All-Star weekends for any of the sports. It's just what a show it is, but the enthusiasm by the players. Pete Alonso representing it the way he did, uh, defending his title as well. The Shohei Otani story, he and Juan Soto. The Trey Mancini story coming back from cancer. So much of it to enjoy and we saw it last night. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn with Key. And we go to the Goodyear hotline. John Shambi was on the call last night uh, for that contest. You'll also hear him coverage of the game tonight as well on ESPN Radio. Boo, good morning. That, that to me was just such a spectacle. It was fun. You've covered many of them. Where would you rank last night's home run derby in comparison to others? I don't know that it was necessarily better than 19, because if you remember that, I mean, the semifinal battle between Guerrero and Jock Peterson was incredible. I I would just tell you this, that when they switched it in Cincinnati to being a timed event, um, it changed. It turned into really must watch theater and as an event, it improved greatly. And I think that the sport probably, I, I'm saying this in vague terms, but the sport could learn a little something from, man, now that it's not just take, take, pop up, out, that you, 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 you know, Alonzo, the thing that was incredible to me was that he, he had 35 homers in 40 swings. So in that first round, so it was, it was memorable, and I would say that Pete Alonso just showed that at least in terms of, you know, a home run derby or BP pitchers throwing, he's just better than everyone else at it. He just is. If if there was real live pitches being thrown, is he the best power hitter in baseball? No, nah, I think it's it's probably. I mean, he's he's certainly in in the conversation, but I if you look at him since his rookie year, I don't think that he's established a baseline quite yet. So I would be inclined to, to lean more on, you know, someone like even judge or Otani with what he's doing. So, I mean, he's in the conversation. He's a big, strong guy and his job is to hit the ball over the fence. But in terms of actually producing home runs since the first year that he was in the league, when he had 53, you know, you're talking about a guy that's slugged around, you know, about at 500, which is the marker for the elite level. But the big boys, you know, I'm looking at Vladimir Guerrero's page. He's slugging 658. Um, so I, I don't think he's the best power hitter, but he's he's certainly the best BP power hitter. <laughs> John, was it was it a little bit disappointing that Otani didn't quite, well, no quite because he didn't, get out of the first round at all considering so much hype was put into him in the home run derby? It's a hell of a show, though. No, not for me. So two things. The the one thing that uh, I would say to you is I don't know that people, you know, outside of baseball realize who the guy is that he lost to. But if you talk to baseball scouts and you ask him about 22-year-old Juan Soto, statistically what he has done so far, guys, you know the comp that they come up with? Like, statistically, there's only one comp in the history of the game for age and his production. Who is that? It's Ted Williams. Wow. That's how good Juan Soto is. And then the other thing I would say to you, Key, is 
even though it's BT, it may not seem like a big deal. But the fact that in the swing-off, he hit three homers <laughs> in three swings when he was so clearly locked in to do it, that was one of the more impressive things I saw last night. Of all the things I saw last night, that it came down to a swing-off, and it was like, okay, I'm going to try and hit one. I mean, there's there's a real focus and concentration that took place there. So, again, the other thing, Keyshawn, is tonight the focus is right back on Otani. And if he hits the first pitch of the game out to right field and then goes out there and strikes out the first three, no one's going to remember that he didn't advance in the first round of the home run derby. It was mm. like you're so right, Book, too, because the, the storylines from last night they were like that. I guess that's what made it so mesmerizing. Yeah, you mentioned the 2019 uh, Derby, and yeah, that that of course was spectacular to watch as well. You know, it, with the the show Aaron Judge put on, uh, even what Alonzo did last year. But it just there was so many stories. The Mancini story to see that part of it, right? Yes. Like like the, a lot of different parts of this. Just the, the, the pure enthusiasm by Alonzo to celebrate the way he was dancing in between at-bats. Just seeing guys enjoy it and cheering, even like the I always said, the talent-recognized talent, recognized talent. The other stars all around watching it and encouraging. That was so cool. But the Otani factor in this whole thing for this whole year, and now, as you mentioned, going into tonight's game, is there a, like I thought him not getting out of the first round might have been a good thing because we've also seen guys get fatigued from the home run derby. I thought he was gas. He looked like exhausted. One, right? you, so the, the the one the one piece of analysis that I'll steal from my partner Chris Singleton is if you saw Pete Alonso and if you looked at the way he took BP and if you look at what he was working on underneath, he had the T set up up top up high. Um, swinging at pitches up. And then if you saw him, if you notice what his stance was last night compared to what it is in a regular year, he was more upright. He was less into his legs. And with that, I think Chris maintained the point that he wanted balls up. And because he didn't get into his legs, he didn't get as fatigued. And I think Otani, there's more moving parts. Um, I mean, Alonzo was just, you know, bopping his head and pumping his fist. I mean, it was straight up, you know, let's throw it up in the air to key in the corner of the end zone, touchdown, and Keyshawn dancing around the I remember. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. He was he was fired up and it was it was awesome. So but I think that not getting into his legs and being more upright helped keep him um keep him fresher. And I thought that Otani was fried. Like I thought of all the competitors it wore him out physically more yeah. than any of them. Will that affect yeah. the way he pitches? Do you think tonight? That was my my one. Concern. I don't know. I I mean, I you know again he's only my guess is he's only going to go out there and you know yeah. try and you know blow gas for you know twenty pitches in the first inning. So, you know that and that like twenty pitches. So I I hope not. I hope he comes out throwing a hundred. Yeah. Only disappointment last night, fellas, was there was no big blue wrecking crew, no Dodger. Really? Only <laughs> oh, You had your year. You already had your championship. Hey, Boog, we appreciate you, it. man. It was great stuff. Enjoy the game tonight. All right, fellas. Have a great day. All, All right. right. John Boog Shambi again on the call tonight. He joins the show. Brought to you by Credit Karma. Visit creditkarma.com slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma, credit karma money. Progress 
starts here. You can join Vlad Guerrero Jr., Mike Trout, and the rest of the American League superstars. They take on Ronald Acuna Jr., Fernando Tatis Jr., a lot of juniors and the National League stars. Coverage of the 2021 Major League Baseball All-Star Game begins tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Coming up next... Call a roulette, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We did talk about a lot today, home run derby versus the slam dunk contest. Which one you watching? Giannis and whether or not he gets respect from all the stars, all that. You don't have a read, do you? Yep. You do? Yep. All right, we'll get to all that after Key has this. From Goodyear. Goodyear knows when the playoffs heat up, so do the possibilities. The underdogs begin to emerge and top seeds are solidifying their position. From here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to build up to the moment. But it takes everything to capture it. Goodyear, more driven. It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point, and ask the question. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, <laughs> I'm reading something. Like, like, I don't do this often, but I'm reading the, the, the replies to the Key J and Z you know, Twitter handle. Uh-huh. Yeah, just, you know, see what people think of what we've been doing today. We're not very good at what we do. No, apparently not. Yeah. And also, uh, I'm not very good at letting people know I'm not Z. <laughs> well, well, if you if you are a long-time Zubin's listener, still recovering, as, they, just, as they like to say all the time. Cover, just, you know, cover him for Zubin while he gets himself uh, healthy and works on uh, some things he's dealing yeah, with medically. Yeah, just like Zubin, man. I, I made a joke you. and somebody said Z is hilarious for that. Like I didn't even get credit for my own damn joke. <laughs> somebody pointing out that um, Paul's saying no way you'd crack the four or five receiver list for an Olympic football team in the year 2000. Okay. I won't then. I guess not. I guess I won't. No. Guess that didn't, that didn't if they, if you. they said I won't crack it, then I won't crack it. Chris wants us to know that there was a, a home run derby last night and a met one that it's okay for us to talk about baseball today. Didn't we just uh, do, do that? Do, wait a minute. We literally just did, did we just that have with Luke Shambi, right? What's his name? 
Boog Shambi, we had what, on. Say it one more time. Boog Shambi. And who does he work for? The ESPN. And what's his title? Yeah, he, he has a baseball Major uh, League Base MLB on mm-hmm. ESPN radio commentator. Yeah, we talked a lot about Coverage it. of Major League Baseball yes. All-Star game begins tonight. And we tonight. talked about Alonzo, too, a couple of times. Hmm. Yeah. And Otani, didn't we just talk about Otani? We, we talked a lot about oh, Otani. Okay. Yeah. What do people listen to? We got a guy in Boston that says we're the least informed sports radio host there. Apparently, mm. the Russell Wilson stuff. Key, you know nothing about Russell Wilson. Apparently. I don't. You don't know him? I don't know anything about Russell I don't think Russell you've Wilson. ever met him. No, I, I don't know him. Oh, wait a minute. Was my kids just in his fashion show with his kids and nah, his wife? That's fake news. Fake news. That's All fake right, news. got it. You, you didn't lies, 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 and more lies. Man, yes, 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 and yes. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, all the honest stuff. Kelly wants to play a drinking game every time we mention Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Apparently, we do it a lot. It's I'm gonna be sorry. A rough, it's going to be a rough 6 a.m. for Kelly. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, right. What are you, what, hey, what are you doing? What were you doing? Comments. What are you doing? Look at the statistics, Pat. I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, you were sixth in catches in 1999. Oh, sixth in catches. Sixth. It catches. That's good. Oh, so that based on those statistics alone means I don't make the Olympic team. You were eleventh in yards. Mm. So that means that I wouldn't make the Olympic team. Where were you in touchdowns? Keep I was scrolling, dead scrolling, last. Fourteenth. Uh, <laughs> See, I think that whoever the coach is would decide what it's do I not, want it, on my team. Don't look at the statistics because the statistics. If you're making a team Marvin based Harrison, on statistics, Jimmy Smith. You're making statistics. Randy if you Moss. if you're making a team based on statistics. Nobody will no, ever make it. No, no. I, it's on what, how I want to play. It's how I want to play, and what does that Chris individual Carter. bring to the game? So you, I, think, I, uh, I, think you I didn't even that. look at the numbers and knew that year, if going into that year, I would make an Olympic team yes. if it was such. Well, I'll tell you what. Who's your quarterback on that team, though? Who would be our quarterback? Real quick. quick Who would be your quarterback on oh, that team? Gosh. 2000, Team USA, American football team for the Olympics. Brett would, Favre, maybe? Would it be Favre still? Yeah. Yeah, Brett Favre Brett was at Favre. the height right then. Yeah, it would be Favre. It would be Favre, maybe Manny, Elway. Peyton just got in. Elway still at no. The Elway end. retired. Yeah, he was done. He retired. Didn't mean he couldn't have played. That's what I'm saying. So you give him a Larry Bird seat. Yeah, Magic right. Ma- right. Yeah. Uh, I would love to build the 2000 American Football Olympic team if there was such a thing. Yeah. Build it. What would that team look like? Because you also got to remember when you're building these Olympic teams. You got to have somebody with some swag, too, that's going to come in that joint. Why do you need a swag? Because like that's just, you got to have, you just. With Team just, USA, we're walking just, into yeah, but that's Sydney, just what Australia, to show you how is. American football is played. That's just what it's it is. American though. football. Man, it wouldn't even be fair, though. <laughs> it wouldn't. But it'd be fun. No, it wouldn't be fair. All right, let's play Call the Roulette, brought to you by Napa. Rugby? Whether it's next day, would you do that? Next day delivery or getting involved in their local communities, Napa goes above and beyond to serve you. Because their motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Let's spin it. I don't know Russell Wilson. You don't know. People are so crazy, man. I don't know why y'all even pay attention today on social media. Line three. Or not line three. Or not line three. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, So uh, There you are. Michael from Texas. As a basketball guy, it's hard to say, but the home run derby is better than the dunk contest. Because of stars. The NBA has not had a superstar in the dunk contest in a long time. Fair. Turned into a secondary star sideshow. Now, let me ask you this. Three-point shootout in the home run derby. I think the three-point shootout because it's a more skill-based and yeah. it is objectively scored. I like the three-point shootout. And, and I'm a guy. I love basketball. I 
actually used to Same. be a dunking guy. Oh, but the dunk contest is just not as good as it used to be. No, mainly it's because not. It's, it's not. It's not right it's now. It's not. But but I'll tell you what. As breathtaking as it is to watch home runs sail out at a 450 feet of pop, three pointers. When you watch the consecutive threes go in, there is something exciting about watching the threes go in. They're there, I think, more on the same level. Let's spin it. Line five. Yeah, I I, I agree with the last caller. I would have I would have said oh, my whole life the dunk contest, but no superstars is very gimmicky now. And the other issue I have too is um, not only have we not seen the biggest stars compete. You're seeing the faces of baseball um, compete. Mm-hmm. But that's actually one of my knocks uh, on LeBron's legacy as well. Is he never he never really contributed and gave us those Dominique, Jordan, Vince Carter moments. Yeah, everybody wanted him, right? But he's like, not a dunk dude like that. Man, y'all need to stop. But he was he's early in his not career. A, he's not he used to do some in-game dunking. dunks, man. No, no, he's no, he's not doing dunks all that. that. He's, not, he's just not. You know what I want to see the slam dunk yeah, contest? Yeah, man, get this dude, man. I, I want to see the Come slam dunk contest. High. Somebody's got to say, People I'm not going to jump over somebody. People are, this guy's going to try to block you. my dunk, People and I'm going to dunk on you. People on Twitter are right about you. Are they right about me? Yes, They can be right about me all they want. But I'll tell you what. You dunk on somebody in a dunk contest, you'll win it. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.